Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. Well, in the last episode, we started studying Jesus's Sermon on the Mount, where he taught us to be better versions of ourselves, to be a light to the world, so that through us, others can see the glory of God. Jesus then starts to teach about how to manage our day-to-day lives and how to set our priorities. Quote, Lay not up treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also." No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. End quote. Well, in a society where life is expensive and acquiring wealth is almost a necessity to survive a lifetime of housing, education, and healthcare costs, not to mention the hope of a vacation once in a while, this counsel from Christ to not lay up treasures on earth can be difficult to process. But I think the key word here is treasure. I think what Christ is trying to convey to us is that as soon as we start seeing money and material things as treasure or something to be valued in and of itself and not as a means to providing a secure life for our families and to help the poor and needy, then that's when we get into trouble. When the things of the world start to become more important than the treasures of heaven, like our faith, our family, our church, our callings to build the kingdom of God, that's when our heart will start turning away from God and towards our earthly treasures. I'll share an example of this that just happened to me today. I have this weird obsession with the old iPhone 5 design. These are the tiny iPhones with flat edges that are like half the size of the crazy smartphones that we all have in our pockets today. Apple used the same amazing design a couple years later to make the upgraded iPhone SE. Well, I never got to have one of these phones, and I've always wanted one. And I just saw one on eBay today for about $150. I've got to have this, I thought to myself. Finally, my chance to have the phone of my dreams. And then I started planning this podcast episode. And if there's any obvious treasure on earth that fits into what Christ was talking about, it's new smartphones. For where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. This desire I have to get a new phone, when my current one is perfectly good, is pulling my attention and heart away from more important things, like building my faith, thinking about how to serve my family and those around me, how to be a better leader for my people at work, and how to minister to those in need. What in the world do I need a new iPhone for? Well, you might say that being tempted by a new toy is a small thing, but you and I are facing these temptations to split our heart every day, all the time. You can't go online or out into the world without being bombarded with temptations of treasures on earth. Quote, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single to the glory of God, thy whole body shall be full of light. End quote. Keeping our eye single to the glory of God seems to get harder each day. I hope I can be strong enough to resist the temptation to seek after my iPhone treasure. What kind of treasures on earth are you obsessed with? Well, the next part of this segment in the Sermon on the Mount is perhaps even more important for many of us, as Christ talks about the stresses and anxieties that plague us. Quote, Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, 
or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. End quote. What I hear from Jesus in this section is that you and I are worrying too much about our lives. We're stressing out about all the challenges we're having, whether they be financial issues, healthcare challenges, problems with family or friends, or the many other things that cause us anxiety in our lives. Jesus is saying, stop worrying so much. Our Father in heaven knows what you and I need. He knows better what we need than we do. He's mindful of us. We can't allow all the what-ifs of the future to bog us down with our ability to live today, to make the best of today, regardless of the challenges we face. Quote, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? We're allowing ourselves to get overwhelmed by things that may be out of our control. Christ wants us to focus on today. What do we need to do today to serve him, to serve our family? to perform well in our job, to take care of those around us. Quote, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Well, like many of Christ's teachings, avoiding the temptation of treasures on earth and trying to set aside the stresses and anxieties that are pulling us down, these may seem difficult or impossible to do. But the important thing is that we're trying that we have the faith and hope that God will provide for us according to the magnitude of our faith in him and our ability to keep our eyes single to the glory of God. Quote, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. End quote. It may often feel like our house is getting battered by the torrential downpour of life that is flooding our souls. And the reality is, it is. We do face storms in life. Christ never said our lives would not get flooded from time to time. But he does promise us that if we can hear his teachings and do our best to live them, that our house will not fall. When the rains subside and the floods recede, our spiritual home with God will still be standing. And the sun will come out and our world will dry up. And the light of Christ will still be burning strong inside of us. For we were founded upon the rock of Christ. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.